This episode's brought to you by the following patrons. Wes, Dreskel, Kaylee, Aaron, Danielle, Domasaurus, The Number, Jeff, Awesome Possum Blossom, Amy, Tia, Matthew, William, Brandon, Dave, Jonathan, Mandy, Scott, Kate, Isaac, Karoon, Eddie, The Shadow Patron, and Nick B. But because it's that special listener request time of the month, we also want to shout out our You Can Get It level sponsors, and they are Justine, Bishop, Allie, Sneaky Snake, Priscilla Ott, Tunes the Bunny, Matt, Tiffany, Megan, Amelia, Brandy, Lisa, Courtney, AJ, Gwen, Rickety Cricket, Lisa, Jessica, Irene, Laura, Jenny, Ashley, Richie, Casey, Lauren, Daisy, Alisa, Jennifer, Chris, and Michelle. So a big thank you to all of you. You can get it, level patrons. You truly can get it. And thank you so much for supporting and making this show possible. Okay. Are you ready for the laugh line? Yes, Mikey, you've been talking this thing up all night. Because it is such a bonkers story. I cannot wait to share it. I'm glad you have not oversold it. <laughs> Last week, I went to the Iggy Azalea slash Pitbull I Feel Good Tour concert. Wow, he named it. I Feel Good Tour? That's <laughs> the name of the tour? It's not I Feel Great. It's not I Feel Wonderful. It's like, ah, I feel good, I guess. I feel, yes. good. I feel good. Can't complain. <laughs> Which is why I wanted a shirt. That's like like the ludicrous city girls can't complain to her. <laughs> 100%. So my friend got unexpectedly free special club seats with its unlimited food and alcohol and drinks and desserts and all stuff. Imagine that Pitbull tickets going for free. <laughs> so we're in our special like box club seats or whatever it's like there's its own bartender its own buffet thing so you were in your friend's box gotcha okay mm, i don't talk about that <laughs> so i'm just drinking as much as i can drink eating a bunch of cookies laughing hysterically there's a there's two women women folk now my friend he is married the one who got the tickets and then like he's like oh that girl's looking at you you should like talk to her or whatever and i was like i don't know i don't know about that anyway they were like trying to take pictures like selfies and I was like, do you want me to take your picture with Pipple in the picture? And she's like, yes, you're the best. She went to go get a drink. I was like, okay, she went to go get a drink. I'm going to go get a drink. I'm going to like talk her up, see what's up. I'm going to corner her at the bar. <laughs> it, it was only like five feet away from us. So it's like. It's not, it's <laughs> so like, she overheard you saying that to yourself. So she much. had nowhere to run. <laughs> I look at her down the bar. She looks at me and she goes, what do you want, boy? <laughs> and I was like, oh, Shit. big fans of Pipple. And she was like, suck my dick. <laughs> that's it that's all she said thank you for tuning into horror virgin i'm Paige. i'm mikey and i'm your horror virgin todd which means i don't like watching scary movies but you guys make me watch them and this week the listeners made me watch host so was this the first time either of you had seen this movie? This was the first time I had seen this movie apart from every Monday at work for the past two years. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Dude, I have a, a standing Zoom call at 9.30 yeah. Monday mornings. Yeah, Monday mornings. Absolutely. Yep. I saw this when it came out. I work probably more on Zoom now with my new job than I ever did during COVID, like the, during the lockdown and stuff. Sure, sure, I sure. I was in the office the whole time. Well, you were an essential worker, Mikey. Like, that makes sense. I wish I was treated like one. I mean, I wish you were at all essential <laughs> um, it was cool it was a cool little thing that came out during quarantine i was like very much of the time i was like wow they made this whole thing fast and it scared me it was scary the first time i saw it yeah no absolutely it is a terrifying movie i will i will say that i also hated it 
for many <laughs> reasons. Yes. I mean, so, some of those reasons are that it is scary. Yeah. But some of those reasons are that nothing happens. Also, my mom's in this movie. And, like, it's there's, like, a lot of weird stuff in it. <laughs> <laughs> is, the medium. Is, yeah, I was going to say, is your mom the medium? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> when she popped on and I was like, oh, this is, like, my mom, but if she was British. <laughs> so my favorite part is that they had the actual Zoom screen or whatever. Yeah. That was my yeah. favorite part. I mean, the whole thing takes place on Zoom. The best part of this movie is the credits. And I mean that because this movie's also not good, but it's also super scary, so I was happy when it was over. But the way they actually, like, scroll through the Zoom contacts at the end, and it has their name and then their title, like what they did, that's so cool. That was really, really inventive and probably the coolest part of the movie in my mind. Yeah, I... I I'm torn on this movie because this movie did actually scare me. I feel like there were some jump scares that are not obvious and that's they kind of got me with that. I feel yeah. like they made some pretty inventive choices with what they did. But I also feel like they were very constrained by their medium. And there's just kind of no way around that. This movie couldn't be longer than it is, if that makes sense. Like this movie is barely an hour and I don't think you could sit through a full 90 minutes of this. Uh, no. Because... Not much happens. I do feel like the first half hour of this movie is almost unbearable because it feels like being on just a normal Zoom call. Yep. But at the same time, I'm like, that's kind of what they were going for. I wish they had compacted it. But that's also like half the movie, Paige. Like that's like half the movie. But once they get into the scares of this movie, it's extremely effective. But at the same time, I was like, hang up the call. Like who would stay on Zoom at this point? Right. And I just kind of had to suspend some of the disbelief on that because I know that that's what the movie is and that's how they're doing it and it's kind of a thought experiment if you want to think of it that way of like yeah how to make a film in quarantine but yeah I, I mean there I think there are some scares and kills that are more effective than others but I do think there's some effective scares in this movie like if you asked me should we give the people who made this movie a larger budget to make a traditional horror film I would say yes yeah, yeah sure. I, I agree with you yeah, like if this was somebody's calling card, like a sizzle reel to get a, a better job, I'm 100% on, in favor. I don't think this could go to theaters or anything like that, you know? I like, would hope that happened. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, okay, but I I have seen movies in this format like Unfriended and Unfriended Dark Web, which I'm unabashedly fans of. Did we do that movie on this? No, we did no, not. We, we haven't done any of the Unfriended. Okay, so I've seen Unfriended, which is a full-length feature film movie that takes place over the internet. Also, Missing is very, very good. Those are movies that take place over the computer screen or whatever, like you're watching a Zoom call or a computer screen, and they're both really good. They go the whole time. Unfriended scared me too, but I think this was a little scarier because of the time. They didn't have to pad the time, but that one had more of a plot. Like, this one didn't. It was just like, oh, we've invited a ghost and it kills me. Like, I thought, I, I thought there was going to be a backstory then it was like no no anything could have came in so whatever well, I, I think part of that is because it's zoom it's like you when you create something like this you really have to sit down and think about okay where could a computer go what can the computer see what's in its field of vision what is reasonable for the audience to see and experience in this medium and from that how can we create an environment to create scary or unnerving imagery using this as a tool and as a constraint and with that I think that kind of limits you to what you can do and so I think within that I understand why they chose what they did I understand why they chose seance I get why they chose to do it this way and I think they accomplished what they set out to do 
I just think that there's not much to it. It's a great short film. It's a great sizzle reel. You could probably cut 15 minutes out of it and truly make it a short film. I will say in context of like being in quarantine or like it came out in quarantine or like right, like right after. It came out in 2020. Like that was deep in quarantine. I mean, like a lot of people watched it. Like people were renting this off other streaming sites like Amazon and stuff to see it because it was Zoom call and it was such of the time. So I think in context, it was good for everyone going through that of like, here's a movie about what you're currently going through. Uh, to me, it just reminded me how like, you know, terrible, terrible place I was during that whole time frame. Yeah, I, I think for me, I, I would still I'd I'd still cut 15 minutes out of it, make it 45 minutes and make it tight and terrifying because tight and terrifying. So that's, that's how I like it. That's what they call 21's, 21 year olds. I was literally going to say that same thing. But at, at like 30 to 45 minutes, it is a true short film at that point. It's not a feature, but this is honestly not a feature anyway. It would be a terrifying short film. And I feel like it may be the only reason it is the length it is, is because they were trying to stretch it into feature length. Like, I think yeah. this probably started out as somebody's calling card, as somebody's sizzle reel, and then... And it just grew from there. They're like, yeah. I started making it in March. We're going to make it longer because I've got some more time on my hands. Yeah. yeah. I hope everyone who was involved in the creative process behind this, and the actors were fine too. So, like, I hope everyone gets to work in a, a bigger level than they were in this movie because I feel like everyone does a very good job in this movie. That one girl, I think it was Caroline. Oh, Caroline. She is great in this. I felt bad for her the whole time. She looked terrified. She's the one with the automatic or with, with the video background, right? As yeah. You see yeah. her face yeah. slamming through it. Man, that scared the fuck out of me. But like, yeah, that's yeah. for me. That's the scariest reveal. Yeah, is that oh, one? Dude, yeah, I was so scared. But you're right; she does look terrified the whole time. I probably related to her most because she was scared from the moment she got on the call, and that's like how I show up to Zoom work meetings. <laughs> I'm like, yes. what are they going to ask me to do today? See, I'm just there with like unkempt hair, eating a piece of peanut butter toast. Just like slowly chewing, barely awake. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's just get into this movie so we can talk about it. Although I will say it's probably going to be a short episode because this whole movie is 57 minutes. So I plan on going on at least three tangents. Okay. Okay. We have a three tangent guarantee for Mikey. Let's see if he holds up to it. Can we get four tangents? Do I hear four tangents? Five <laughs> tangents. Somebody give me four tangents. Uh, anyway, so we open on a Zoom call screen. I'm assuming everyone's seen one by now. Yes. And the first thing I have in my notes is just this movie makes me feel like I'm at work. Yeah, immediately. <laughs> or about to record a podcast with or you two. about to record a podcast. <laughs> I, have, I have good memories with Zoom because I, I usually only do it for this. Oh, and we're good memories, Mikey. Aww. Yeah, I love talking to y'all. I love talking to you too, Mikey. This is my seventh Zoom call of the day. No, see, that that would do something to me in a very bad way, and I don't want any part of that. This is my third Zoom call of the day. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I have been to a Zoom aura cleansing. So you got swindled <laughs> on a Zoom call? Oh, I didn't. The company paid for it. But Okay, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was wow. basically just guided meditation. Uh, but my favorite part was that she was like, I need everyone to leave enough room for the aura to pass over. And she was like, she meant like in the camera. So we all had to adjust our camera so there was enough room between the top of our head and the top of where the screen ends for the camera. And I was like, oh, this some bullshit. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, this is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. And then proceeded to sit there and relax for 45 minutes of paid time. 
So, Paige, when you get when you did that at work, like how many people got murdered by a spirit when they opened up the Zoom call and didn't picture the circle? Only like four people. Were they like lower level employees though? I mean, it was kind of a wide swath. It was like from all, you know, levels of the company, but then the bonus of that, upward mobility. Oh I like this. They got killed by the spirit of capitalism. Yeah, nobody got killed, but a bunch of people got a forty five minute maybe nap. I cannot imagine someone being like I need you to meditate over Zoom for 45 minutes. I'm like, I can't relax. That's because our companies are based in Tennessee, Mikey. <laughs> They're like, get off that computer box. There is no COVID. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm here to tell you that the company I work for has guided meditation twice a day via Zoom if you want to take advantage of it. So oh, wow. That's that's what it's like working in California, yo. That's nice. Honestly, I'd love it. I don't take advantage of it often enough. I'm always like in other meetings and shit, but yeah. it's there if you want it. Anyway, so she opens on the Zoom screen. She's got kind of a blurry camera and then she takes tape off of her webcam which I thought was a really kind of a fun, tiny touch. I didn't notice that. Yeah, she takes tape off the webcam. Yeah. In case people are watching her. Yeah, because you, yeah. people can like hack your computer and see through your webcam. If you guys want to see me, bring it. Yeah, I mean, honestly, mine's closed all the time when I'm not using it. And I don't really care if people stare at me while I'm working. It's not just going to be me sitting there in sweats crying over episode six of Squid Game. So <laughs> don't worry about it. By the way, I started watching Squid Game. Did you? I think I'm on episode four and a half. Like, I'm like halfway through that episode. Is that the Marbles game? No. No, that's episode six. Six. Six is the fucking marbles. God damn it. <laughs> so she moves the computer and as she moves, we kind of get a, a shot of her room and she takes it through like the living room, the bedroom, and she's clearly like prepping to set up the call. Uh, somebody enters the waiting room because you can see the notification at the bottom of the screen. And we watch as Haley, this is Haley, the kind of the, there's not really a main girl. There's also a Gemma and an Emma. And I'm like, guys. It's the actress's real names. Like all, everyone uh, uses their real name except for Teddy. Teddy's real name is something else, but everyone's name is the same. Got it. So Haley is kind of changing her clothes in the mirror. She picks up the computer again. The hallway closet door opens and seemingly on its own and a bunch of stuff falls out. And I just have a note because she's carrying the laptop through the house. And I just said, God, the camera work on this is going to make me sick because it literally is just like it's the worst shaky cam because it is literally a laptop webcam being carried through a house. Yeah, it's terrible. I really wish they had used their phones or some of them had used their phones because picking that up and taking it around with you makes sense to me i'm not going to carry my fucking laptop around my apartment and like hold my laptop up so you can see what's in front of me like that is real dumb to me my laptop's a tablet so i might have well i have carried a laptop like that absolutely and i've done it in an office where i've been walking on a zoom call from one meeting to another meeting sure with the other oh. people on the zoom call so like i've definitely done it i do think the flipping around so it's front facing is the tricky one where that's one i've never done yeah when this movie came out i was at the office all the time working such long hours super depressed anxious that essential worker life i would be on zoom meetings since i'm like a manager level or whatever or like higher higher up and they'd be like oh you're at the all you're like 
there like seeing people you're like that's where it's at and i was like let's just not acknowledge that <laughs> <laughs> like they're like oh i you know look at you like i'm like mm, yes it's fun to be terrified do you know what this movie was really missing was a someone not wearing pants and b a cat in the background yeah i was like this is an incomplete zoom call I did an interview for a podcast that I produced for my day job, and my cat was behind me running around. Oh, yeah. It's one of my five, but she was running around so much, the guest was like, your cat's really active. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I am glad that in my work meetings, I don't have to awkwardly meet someone's boyfriend who I think might murder them throughout the course of the Zoom call. Yeah, because that happens later in this one. Yeah, dude, I think it's her, I think her name's Radina or whatever. Radina, and I think his name is Alan, although we've got like four other people to introduce before we get there. My favorite was the first like party, like in-person thing we went to post-Zoom that had my coworkers at it. Yeah. And one of my coworkers came up to meet my husband and is like, Ah, from the background. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That's great. Which was really funny. Uh, Anyway, so someone's throwing something outside her window, and it turns out it is Gemma. Yeah. And so she lets her into the Zoom call on her phone, and then I think she transfers it to her laptop. Yes, she does, because we have to hear the echo and everything, and I fucking hate that shit. It was so dumb, too. Like, that... Honestly, made me hate the beginning of this movie so much. Yeah, I have in my notes, why is this included? I hate this. Yeah, I think they were trying to be as realistic as possible about all the terrible things about Zoom. I think they were trying to pad the time because like that thing is echoing. It goes and, on and for a minute and a half. Like a minute. Yeah, exactly. I well, and hated it. It has happened so many times at work to the point and you just end up screaming at the person who's doing it. But it was such a visceral like ah reaction for me yeah, that same. I was just like, I hate this. It made me hate it. But I would have loved if someone was like, I am not a cat the whole time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just I <laughs> With the cat filter on. Yeah. I did. I know they intended it to be kind of scary, but I laughed when the one friend kept the filters on and she's just like, I'm so scared, but it looks oh, like a yeah. lizard. Yes, I love that part. I, I was laughing. I was like, that is like the Blair Witch Project. If they had shot the Blair Witch Project through Snapchat, that would have been what that looked like. I mean, it, the only way it would have been funnier is if she'd been crying and then the rainbows had just poured out of her mouth where she's just like, ah! <laughs> well, now I want that scene. <laughs> I need someone to retouch the Blair Witch Project scene and have it with that filter on it. It'd be so funny. Anyway, uh, so a third and fourth friend show up into the Zoom call and one of them is coughing and they make a joke about like, oh, you've got it. You've got it. You have to hide a cough with a fart instead of the other way around right. now. Yeah. Which is actually a pretty funny concept. Yeah. Caroline has entered the chat and she's got like a, a like a nose mask on and her dad's there and they're kind of just talking about is your dad staying indoors and you know is he obeying covid he's not really and so it's kind of this like how do we get our parents to do it yeah then in the back of radina's video she was like the fourth friend to join we see her boyfriend chopping in the background and he's like passively aggressively loudly chopping in the background yeah and she goes over to talk to him and as she walks kind of out of earshot we hear everyone else on the zoom call talking about how they had only been together for a little while and then moved in together for quarantine like during lockdown yeah clearly it was a mistake yeah because he chops loud what i'm sorry that this guy who's cooking dinner for her 
No, Mikey, don't take this dude's side. Oh, you mean because he gets murdered? No, because he's being passive aggressive because she's doing something without him. Yeah. Oh, I didn't catch that part. Of course you didn't, Mikey. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's really being a dick although she does mute her audio so you can't really hear what they're saying but the yeah like, i don't think we could hear that or is this like in, inferred is this all inferred? yeah i mean you could see the body language for sure he's being an asshole to her and the way that they're talking about it um they are not good narrators of this because of the way they talk about the other group the guy in the group of friends they are also a sh- in kind of a shitty relationship <laughs> and it's a similar problem yeah because the thing with this guy is that she's there on zoom and he's deliberately making noise because like no one would chop that loudly he's specifically doing it to interrupt her i guess maybe i take the side of people who accidentally make loud noises because i am a man who has not done anything quietly in like 30 years this is absolutely (laughs) not accidental because when she goes over to talk to him he keeps doing it and it's basically this implication of like well oh i'm sorry i'm interrupting your thing like it's it's confrontation while i'm cooking us dinner yeah or like oh, I guess, you know, you're going to do your thing with your friends and I can just go fuck off, I guess. Like, that's what it is. And he can go fuck off. Well, and he (laughs) eventually just goes to, like, sit in the back of the house by himself or whatever. Well, I think in the bedroom, right? It looked like I think it was a bedroom. Yeah, um, but also we establish as we hear them talking that this is a weekly call so that they all kind of get together weekly and either play games or whatever over Zoom. And so it's not like he was surprised by this Zoom call either. No, I mean, absolutely not. Like, I have a standing weekly sibling call with my siblings every week. I mean, it's supposed to be right now, but we had to push the recording back, so we pushed it to Wednesday. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, we do it once a week. Yeah. You know who's not a bitch about it? (laughs) Natalie. Because she knows it's going to happen and she's cool with it, you know? It would be like if Jake walked in and loudly stomped around until I told him to stop. Yeah, I mean, and that's what I do when she talks to her mom on the phone. But like, <laughs> yeah, like, no, I'm just joking, obviously. But like, he is a real dick about this. And I honestly thought he was going to murder her in the background. Yeah, well, because he's got that knife. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, because he's like chopping God. onions or whatever they the whole time. Okay, but we're just getting a slice of life. They could have just been arguing about other stuff. It's obviously not working out. Yeah, it's-, it's Maybe it's, it's both it's, sides. They're just like, they're just not working out. I, I mean, yeah, because we only see this little bit, I guess. I don't right. know why you automatically want to. There's a lot of inferring it. here. No, I think you're doing a lot of inferring positive intent on someone who is displaying none. Yeah, I feel like, and maybe this is just showing a pattern of what you do, Mikey, but I feel like you don't see what someone is showing you and you just see what you want to see. Maybe he asked her to zoom upstairs. Fuck off, everyone. <laughs> there clearly isn't an upstairs. They're in a very small flat. This is the UK. Uh, I think it's actually Australia. I actually, I actually don't even remember this scene at all, but I do like causing weird arguments. We can see that, Mikey. The other guy, his relationship, I'm going to defend. I'm going all in. You shouldn't because that's also not a great one. And we'll talk about it when we get there. I don't know, man. She's cute and rich. Uh, I think Mikey might be onto something. The worst thing she did was hang up the Zoom call on the friends that don't like her anyway. I'm sure they gave her a hundred percent of a chance when she met them yeah no i inferred that (laughs) she was made part of the reason they don't like her is because she doesn't respect the fact that they are friends 
and that she is kind of invasive oh, in their friendship. That could be. I'm just going to say that Teddy can't do better. Oh, I'm absolutely just... not. <laughs> uh, that, like, that, no, I feel you. Although, although the movie does set up that Caroline really likes him and he won't give her the time of day. Wait, I missed that too. What? How did you miss that? Caroline was way cuter than that girl. I agree. Yes. Caroline is way hotter than Teddy's girlfriend. I had a thing for Caroline. I don't know if it was just like really sad girls are doing it for me right now or what. <laughs> So it's actually in this scene that we find out about it. So like uh, we meet Caroline. She's got the like face mask, the the little like pore strip mask on. Yeah, 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 yeah. She shows them the background video she made where it's her walking through the background. Yeah, because this is like what I've been doing on quarantine because I've been so bored. Oh, Paige, I do remember it. It's when she was talking about yes. um, Teddy and her like had, had a conversation and she was like, I don't think he's picking up on my signals. And they were like, what'd you say? And she was like, I told him to suck my dick. Uh, <laughs> so it's in this scene where they tell her that teddy's going to be there and she rushes to wash off the poor mask yeah. and this is where they all kind of talk about Ginny and how they don't super like Ginny. i would imagine the implication kind of is that they have all been friends for a really long time and have known that and they probably want caroline to be happy yes and they know that caroline has feelings for teddy which doesn't give Ginny any sort of advantage even if Ginny is nice but then it also seems to imply that Ginny has kind of taken over teddy's life and he no longer spends as much time with them as a friend yeah because he's Moved, it's quarantine. He moved in with her. She has a pool. But that's the thing. This is the one time as friends that they're trying to set up a call and she won't even let them have that. Well, I think Jenny probably knows that Caroline's trying to weasel her way in on his percent, A hundred percent. And she's like, um, it's time to go to dinner or whatever. Yeah. And it, this is exact. This is happening because they're like, she's like, uh, but what about Caroline? She's probably thinking, I've been, oh, we've been friends for years. She def definitely does not have a thing for me. You do not need to be jealous, blah, blah, blah. And then like, I leave the call and the rest of the girls are like, Caroline, you got to get that dick. <laughs> and the other girl will definitely pick up on that vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it, it doesn't necessarily give us indication of whether or not Ginny has, because our only interaction with her is for her to like kind of be ending the call or dragging Teddy away. Yeah. Which, which to be honest, I would say is also part Teddy's fault that if he wants to spend time with his friends, he needs to kind of set that as. You got to set your own boundaries. Yeah. A boundary. Yeah. Absolutely. And and he doesn't. Uh, so it's not like all Ginny's fault. This reminds me of high school because let me tell you, I had a crush on this girl and we were friends for years, all through high school. Did you and a bunch of friends go on a date with her? Just asking for a friend. Sorry. Did no, you no, 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 no. I definitely did not pull like, I'm going to go to the movies with like nine other guys with you and call it a date. That's <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> but we're seniors. She signs my yearbook. I've had a crush on you all oh, like no! for years. And I was like, I asked you to prom and you said no. I, oh. Wait, did she already have a date when, by the time you asked? I think so. Okay, well then I will absolve her of that because maybe she said yes to somebody not thinking you'd ask her. But that's definitely like opens up the conversation of like I have feelings for you conversation. Yes, I agree. But do you want to have that conversation and then go to prom with somebody else? <sighs> Relationships are all about timing, Mikey. Do they say that? Yeah. Ashley, I know you're out there and you've got like two kids now or whatever, but like Mikey loves kids, Ashley. Oh, shit. She's, she's happily married. I just want her to know that that was like a shitty thing. 
It is a <laughs> shitty thing to do. I will be honest with you, Ashley. Get your life. Well, she probably already got her life right, but like uh, her life's like totally fine. I'm the fucked up one, obviously. I'm hosting a podcast. Ashley, you dodged a bullet. <laughs> That's probably true. I can't blame her. That's how I signed everyone's yearbook. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if you really had a crush on me or not in high school. That's uh, I'm glad you answered that. That's good. Um, Michael, I'm your math teacher. Uh, I don't think this is appropriate. Uh, Mr. Swanson, I'm 18 now. <laughs> Relationships are always about timing. <laughs> I'm legal. <laughs> Tangent two. <laughs> so Ted joins the call with Ginny and he's kind of says goodbye to Ginny and sets up that he's got like this music, the like box that that's his item for the seance. Yeah. And we kind of get a little bit of a tour of the house that he's in. Yeah, sort of while he's walking away from Jenny, who's at the pool, into the house where he's going to be having the Zoom call. Right. And he kind of establishes the rule of... He establishes the rule of take a shot whenever she says astral plane, which is actually, that's a pretty funny game. <laughs> yeah, I think it's pretty funny. I mean, Jimmy's a funny guy, and I see why Caroline might have a crush. Well, Jenny's the girlfriend. Teddy, Teddy is the Teddy, guy. Teddy, Teddy, not Jimmy. I'm sorry. Names are problems. Names are problems. <laughs> yeah. Inner beauty is for losers, and names <laughs> are problems. I think we all know the truth, which is inner beauty is for losers. That happened in a Romance in the Pot episode, so yeah, people no, are going to think you're being serious. Um, no, Mikey, you are not being serious. Inner booty is yeah, for booty. So anyway, they agree to do the shots off camera because Haley is really worried about them disrespecting the seance. Right. Yeah. Who it sounds like she set it up. They've done this before. And and she even says that she's seen things from doing it before. Now, I personally am of the ilk that I would never attend a seance. No, absolutely not. I see no positives. None. No offense. But I also am above the belief that you can never verify or guarantee who you're talking to. Right. And so it's always a risk. Also, they're all made up. Un unless they're not, in which case. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. That's what I mean. Like, oh, this movie goes to Todd's philosophy in a way that I was like, no, I would not do this. No. Oh, I mean, I would definitely not disrespect the spirit. I mean, if I'm going to fake a seance, I'm not going to disrespect the, the spirits. I definitely wouldn't hire a medium who has poor internet connection. Like, if I'm going to hire <laughs> a psychic, she better be on Google Fiber, for God's sake. Yeah, if she claims to have, uh, like, a connection to the spiritual realm, she better have an internet connection. Yeah. She better have connection to this realm first, because, like, this is where we're talking. I would never attend because I feel like you shouldn't invite ghosts over. Sure. You don't want ghosts. <laughs> don't invite them to your house. That's what ladies are learning about me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. They don't realize you're a ghost until the next morning, Mikey. Like any good ghost story. And they're just like, these sheets are covered in ectoplasm. <laughs> and then I leave like an article that like I died in a car wreck like 20 years ago. <laughs> you leave an obituary? <laughs> yes. Mikey. Mikey, listen to me. The next time you're going on a date, I just need you to keep a fake obituary of yourself on you. 
and when you leave, I need you, I need you to leave it on the pillow. Paige, write me a dating profile that is I died in 1998, and it's just a and it's just a oh fake profile that I am a ghost from 1998. No, 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 Mikey, 1998 is too soon. We've got to go Victorian era. <laughs> I need you. Just some Photoshop photos of like I am straight up a ghost from the 1800s, and yes. I am. Yes. There's only place I want to go, and that's Pound Town. Can't stick around. Okay. <laughs> Who do we know that can paint Victoria era paintings? Because we need to get Mikey like in these paintings. I, I just need Mikey to go to a local county fair or a mall that has one of those places where you can take old timey yes. like yeah, Civil yeah, yeah, yeah. War era photos. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and I need multiple shots so we can use it for the dating profile. And then I will write you like oh my god, like an old timey dating profile. And I just want to see how it does, honestly. I would do it mikey 100 if you want to do this i and natalie will go with you and we can be the other bar patrons in that old-timey wild west photo shoot <laughs> where like she's wearing a corset and a skirt and a garter belt and i'm just like drinking in the back like make it, <laughs> make it, make it look like you were an old wild west bar bartender <sighs> i used to work at the okay corral until wired herb walked into town if you're looking for a real frontiers man uh, i will ghost you because i died in 1864 <laughs> The year of our Lord. I died during the war of Northern aggression. I don't want to be a Confederate ghost. No, you could you could be a Union ghost. Yeah, you could be a Union ghost. Yeah. I was a conscientious objector that got killed by a cannonball randomly. <laughs> I took a cannonball to my right testicle. <laughs> oh my God! And my whole lower half exploded on impact. <laughs> <laughs> Just like I want my lower half to explode on impact with to you. you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Unfortunately, by sunrise, I have to evaporate. <laughs> and then I do think you should leave an old timey obituary with every person you go on a date. Michael Bartholomew Randolph. <laughs> He's been dead for 200 years. <laughs> Died of acute testicle explosion by cannonball in the year 1863. I want to see the episode of Supernatural where they have to hunt the ghost that is like sleeping with women and ghosting them the next day. It's called Outlander. <laughs> My name is In Ocean Her. <laughs> Sir in Ocean Her. I think we got there. That's fucking brilliant. I mean, I I don't know what else to do except how do you fakely age a obituary? <laughs> yeah, I need someone to like Photoshop like an old timey like newspaper clipping obituary for Mikey. Yeah. So we can like use this. And then Mikey, you could just send me their Instagram handle and I'll be like, so one of my ancestors is uh, <laughs> is a ghost that targets women of our era. Have you seen this man from the Civil War time? <laughs> we're, try we're trying to get him to do a seance to pay some child support. Like the Confederacy, I'm not going to be around. <laughs> I want to do Sherman's March right between your legs. Are you going to make it burn like he did? 
That's another part of the story. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he burned Atlanta, uh, right? Like Sherman burned the fuck out of that place. I grew up there. Yeah. That's why you should know that. Yeah, he did. But they just took some antibiotics and they were back on those apps in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Actually. Okay. No, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. So we make an old timey dating profile and we have the obituary and then we have an old timey Instagram that then messages people would be like, I have reason to believe that you have lain with my husband. <laughs> Just a whole backstory of like I came across this mortal plane to commence. Yeah, just... don't listen to her. That's headless Bessie. She wasn't beheaded, but she never gave head. Headless Bessie. I'm really really want there to be like four women in Nashville who are like I think some crazy people are playing the most elaborate prank on me <laughs> but just for October like we have to work fast this has to be a real fun very strange Halloween prank we'll call it Cocktober Cocktober <laughs> Halloweener <laughs> well, let's get back to host so they contact the medium via cell phone, not like telepathy. Oh, I thought they called her on Zoom. They, they do. And then she joins the Zoom call. Oh, so they that's right. They call her first. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so she walks them through having trigger objects and lets them know that there's a common language on the astral plane. So you can definitely talk to dogs, uh, which is all <laughs> I took away from this. Well, yeah, but the reason she said that was because Jenna, is, is it Gemma? It's Gemma. There's an yeah. Emma and a Gemma. Yeah, so Gemma says... Well, my ancestors are Chinese and I don't speak Chinese. Can I talk to them or will I be able to understand them? And then the medium in this movie has to like scramble on her feet because it's all made up. And she's like, yeah, like there's a common It's like, a, yeah, it's fine. It'll be like when uh, Harry speaks parcel tongue. You'll be fine. Yeah, I would. There's a part of me that's like, it'd be kind of cool to talk to a pet. But also, I think a lot of this is fake. <laughs> so if I could talk to my old dog, I would just sob the whole time. I don't want to. Oh, do that. I. Yeah, if I if I had to talk to Dennis, I would just sob uncontrollably. It is wild to me that Mikey loves his old dog so much and hates his new dog so much. So, I mean, like, I got, like, an evil twin of my old dog. It's, yeah, you uh, shouldn't get purebred dogs, Mikey. Yeah, Mikey. Uh, Maggie was purebred. Yeah, it's pretty rare, but occasionally you will find one that's not... <laughs> <laughs> they're inbred so much they're not bright yeah they're like british royalty no, she is smart that's half the problem but she's like a mean smart like if she was a person she would have been a cheerleader and she would have been bullying other dogs other bitches you mean yeah <laughs> like i'm pretty sure out in her doghouse she's got a burn book and she's like fuck mikey <laughs> <laughs> mikey is a Fugly slut. Do not trust him. I think he's pretending to be an old-timey ghost to women in town. <laughs> Mikey made out with a hot dog. <laughs> Stop trying to make fetch happen, Mikey. I'm not into it. <laughs> oh, that's so perfect. <laughs> oh. Oh. Jesus Christ. Well, that toast, guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs> anyway, she does tell them that they can expect to potentially see lights flicker, things move around the room, 
or to feel touches or to get a sense of like a name, a face, an image. Yeah. They'll hear knocks, things like that. That's what I tell women before for, for Zoom sex in quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> is Zoom sex just you mashing your penis against the webcam? <laughs> <laughs> and her just uh. l- licking the webcam on the other side. Show me a tongue. <laughs> oh, man. Honestly, that is a sentence I'm going to regret having spoken into a microphone. Oh, you think that's bad? My mom listened to the episode with morning porn on it. So you know what? Hey, <laughs> it's about time your mom knew about your porn addiction. <laughs> it is not an addiction. And I'm pretty sure she had already gathered. I could stop Outlander at any time. Like now, because I'm I'm out of episodes. Uh, but, you know, whatever. Anyway, she has them visualize the circle and teaches them how to kind of break the circle if they need to to break the bond. And that's important because Caroline is clearly very uh, upset. She's scared, at least. She's scared. She's not feeling it. At which point I was kind of like, then you should go. She absolutely should go. Yeah. Well, as you know from not telling Teddy her feelings. Yeah. She has a hard time communicating what's really going on with her. She does. I also feel like. Because she's not the only one that's uncomfortable. Everyone's a, a couple of the other girls are kind of like, yeah, I'm not super comfortable with this. I, I do think. Maybe they should have done a tarot reading or something. Maybe like kind of like yeah. dip your toes in this kind of thing. I, I feel like seance is a strong swing. I feel the same way about people who only serve seafood at weddings where I'm just like, that's a strong choice. And not everyone's going to be on board with you. Oh, yeah. If you're only serving seafood at your wedding, I'm talking loudly about how much your wedding sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's really funny. (laughs) I'm not joking. If you have nothing that I can eat at your wedding, but you expect me to bring you a gift, you can fuck all the way off. Congrats on your marriage. I'm going to the closest Burger King. To me, that's like. The best. I'm like, oh man, these people hate seafood. I'll eat anything. I'm not picking. Be like, give me your mahi mahi, Todd. <laughs> and Mikey, I will. You old timey bastard. But <laughs> <laughs> it's just that idea of like one person picking an activity for everyone, but it's a it's a niche activity that maybe not everyone's going to be on board with, and maybe some people might be scared of, but still kind of mm-hmm, pressuring mm-hmm. everyone to join. It's sort of like when you're dating a shitty boyfriend, and like for your birthday, they just plan a bunch of activities that they want to do. Well, and I got the impression <laughs> that everyone kind of took turns doing something for the call, and this is just what Haley had chosen. Yeah, because Haley's a bad friend. Yeah. Yeah, that's a real aggressive swing. Yeah, yeah people are like, hey, let's play Battleship over Zoom. That'll be fun. Haley, what are we going to do next week when it's your week? I don't know. Let's fuck around with the occult. (laughs) (laughs) Summon the ghost of my dead serial killer grandfather. Uh, Well, Well, shit, Haley, that's a swing. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Like I said, just do like your tarot cards or whatever. Don't worry, guys. I have a lady who still uses AOL dial-up to guide us through it. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite is when when she leaves in the middle of the seance to get her delivery. That's my favorite. <laughs> Pretty sure it was Deharjanes. Deharjanes. That is such a niche joke that no one's going to get it, so I'm going to have to cut it. Oh, yeah, from Taking of Deborah Logan. 
Yeah, because the DeHarjane's DiGiorno. DiGiorno uh, delivery. Yeah. Yes. By the way, I had a hand-tossed DiGiorno tonight. It was not great. See, I don't hate DiGiorno, believe it or I not. I don't hate it, it. But if you don't get the stuffed crust, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, I should have done that. Or honestly, croissant. Their hand-tossed was new to me. I'd never seen it before. The croissant is interesting. Yeah, I don't hate it. I would unhinge my jaw and stick a whole one down my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's just a Tuesday for me. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jake's a lucky man. All right, let's move on. Man, <laughs> I'm actually just getting hungry. <laughs> anyway, so they decide to start the seance, uh, but right as they're about to start, Ted leaves. But they've already made the circle, so I think that's why it still comes after him. Oh, yeah, because he's still in the circle because he doesn't do the made-up little visualize the, the cord around your waist and cut it. Like, he doesn't know that. Right. To do that And it's really Jenny Who like Gets him to leave Like I think she literally Comes over and is like Hey It's time to eat or whatever Let's go And she like Closes her laptop I don't think the cord cutting Helps anybody No it doesn't Anyway So Ted leaves But they decide to start anyway And at this point I looked at the time On the movie And we're about 20 minutes in Yeah So like It's a quarter over Yeah At this point And I was like Wow It took us that long To get into it But that's like That's kind of the 15 minutes Or at least Parts of that time that I think we could really trim out of this movie where like, yes, I do yeah, want to know some things about their friendship, but I feel like we spend a little too much time on it. Yeah. Yeah. But we were able to do some really in-depth analysis. Yeah. Who do you think the queen bee is? Ooh. I would say it's probably Haley. Is it Haley? Yeah. It's not Gemma. Yeah. She's like the class clown archetype yeah. right so she's the one who's always shitting on Haley. yes that yeah. that would be my role in this lady friend group yes is Gemma. but i do think Haley's like the type a sort of let's fuck around with the occult and find out sort of friend yeah absolutely <laughs> so she also uh, as they're getting into it and i thought they were going to do more with this and they didn't but the medium is like also possession can happen but that's not a negative thing and i was i just have in my notes lol okay <laughs> if you're if you're like hey there's a chance you could get possessed if you do this and i'd be like well then goodbye <laughs> like, uh, you just don't have an open mind possession is just a word that they've turned against us okay no 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 when uh the lady who was more or less my mom like the seance runner is talking about how like possession is like you know it doesn't really mean what you think it means or whatever yeah it's like nine tenths of the law yeah i was gonna say it was <laughs> nine tenths of the law i had a flashback to uh an ex-girlfriend I had when she was talking about how manipulate's not like a bad word. It's not like a bad thing. Sometimes you manipulate people to do good things. And I was like, red flag. Gotta yeah. go. Yeah. Lady in red flags. flags. Yeah. Wrapped in a red flag. Yeah. Anyway, they start the seance. They visualize the, visualize the circle. They're calling to see if anyone can please come forward. And they're like, we're calling out to you, the real Slim Shady. <laughs> <laughs> Will Marshall Mathers please stand up? <laughs> please stand up. So they they think they see like a glowing orb, like a light. But I think it's just the glare on the camera because it stays throughout the whole thing and it doesn't really come into play. Yeah, I think that that was just like a uh, like a red herring of the you might see lights or things yeah. like that. You know, and it, it's to build you up like, oh, my God, something's going to happen. And then nothing happens. Right. Right. It just slowly builds the tension and then sort of dissipates slowly, too. Yeah. And so they hear what they sound, what they think is knocks yeah uh, and it's this real spooky like oh my god the knocks where the knock coming from and then all of a sudden the medium's like oh right my seamless delivery basically like postmates 
Yeah. And like gets up to get her delivery, which made me laugh out loud. I thought that was funny as hell to just be like, listen, <laughs> all the spirits contacting us. Oh, no, it's my pad tie. Like, I love that. I thought it was so funny. It's pretty much peanut butter pasta. <laughs> yeah, actually. <laughs> I love pad thai so much, but it is pretty much peanut butter pasta. Love pad thai. Mikey, let's go get pad thai this week and then watch Cruel Intentions for Romancing the Pod. And then you guys should like share a noodle and eat it into the center until you kiss. I would 100% do that on video for the Facebook group. I, I don't want to do that. Mikey, give me your lips. No. <laughs> we'll have to make a bet. If I can get Selma Hayek to have sex with me. Then you don't have to do it with Todd. You're going to have to do that with Todd then. I, I, <laughs> I hate to break this to you. I'm pretty sure Selma Hayek is busy. Although she is the most attractive woman in all of Mexico. Oh, Selma Blair. I totally fucked that joke up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I do like that in a world where you don't think you can get Selma Hayek, Selma Blair's on the table, though. <laughs> I, I am past the point where I think are there are any barriers for me. I think I could get anything. Who knows? It's like it's just like you just get out there. Who knows what's happening? Some girls might tell you sucker dick. Some girl might like marry you. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying I've randomly dated really attractive people and I have no idea. I admire your optimism. Anyway, so her pad tie was haunting the apartment the whole time. What would be really funny is if at the end of this movie, it's just sentient pad tie that has been killing all of them. It's just General So's, like General So from like the <laughs> unfinished show. Yeah, it's the ghost of General So! <laughs> He's come back for us. And the intimidation crab! God, was that the uh, My Best Friend's Wedding episode of Romance in the Pod? No, that's Fifty Shades. It's Fifty okay. Shades Darker. darker that's darker. right that's right okay we don't know what kind of delivery it was but general so has entered the chat <laughs> he's now the host <laughs> <laughs> haunting all of you with flavor <laughs> <laughs> for a movie called host they don't play around with who is the host at all they don't and somebody told us to try and prank you during this zoom call because this is how we do oh, it no. well here's the thing after watching the movie i'm like i don't know how we would have possibly set that up because we're corded and connected to all kinds of shit but i had a thought of like creating an extra zoom profile to have someone mysterious join the zoom but but todd's the host Ugh. yeah uh because i produce everything that we do i control all of that <laughs> yeah this is how my control issues save me from being scared on zoom calls <laughs> eat that therapist you know it's cheaper than therapy general so General Tso's chicken is so good. <laughs> if you put it on lo mein instead of the fried rice, it's the best. I think it's funny that you thought you had to tell a fat girl how to eat Chinese food, but okay. <laughs> let me mansplain to you being a fat kid. <laughs> let, 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 let me you think you're fat, but let me tell you how a man does it. <laughs> let, me, let me fatsplain to you how to eat Chinese food, you bitch. So, so General So is haunting the, the medium lady. Yes. But while that's happening, something touched Haley's neck, she thinks. And then something we believe grabs Gemma and she kind of makes up this whole thing and it's not a good joke no it is a joke quote unquote because she didn't want people to get mad at her you know yeah so she's like it was a joke calm down like ugh, you're the worst but she went a little too far she was like oh he said his name was jack and he was a kid who helped me up one time when i fell but then he hung himself later on which i was like unnecessary turn in your joke 
Also buried the lead narcissist. Yeah, he helped me one time. Also, he may have killed himself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just have my notes. This went from zero to 60 immediately. <laughs> yeah, I thought the first time I watched this, it was going to be because, like, they bullied Jack or whatever, and he came back to, like get his revenge or something like that which i'm pretty sure is the plot of unfriended but like uh i was down for it <laughs> anyway as she's pretending to be channeling this person that hung themselves salen the medium drops off the call because she's got i don't know fucking 1996 aol and it looked like something was behind her I think there's like a like some sort of statue or something in her house. Yeah, I think it's legit, just like a, an armor statue. General Soh. <laughs> oh, it might be a General Soh statue. But as soon as she drops off the call, Gemma reveals that it was a prank, and everyone's kind of like laughing about it. But then Haley's really upset because she's like, "I asked you to respect the call." You're like, "We played Monopoly last week, but then I picked this, and you guys don't even want to do this." And I'm like, "Oh, Haley." I mean, fuck the person that picked Monopoly. Monopoly also. But also, like, Gemma does a really shitty thing here. Like, I would have been pissed at Gemma for doing this. I wouldn't have been happy about it. I also would have not participated. So in, in if I were in Gemma's shoes and I was, A, not going to take it seriously and wasn't going to participate, I would have just not joined the call. But yeah. anyway, they decide that they're going to take a pee break. And as they leave, Gemma's candle snuffs out on its own. Anyway, so they come back from the pee break and... Haley's really upset and they essentially try to contact Salen again and they have to kind of reveal that they have kind of faked it. Which honestly, that's the worst. Like when they like have to reveal they faked it, you're like, ah, fuck. I knew it. I could tell. I don't care. It was real to me. <laughs> <laughs> you're a real nice guy and all, but usually I only scream, oh, baby, oh, baby, fuck it, when I'm like not actually into it. <laughs> it doesn't matter because I've already gone back to the 1880s. <laughs> Horn dolphin isn't real. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> anyway, as they're arguing, Haley gets pulled back across the room. Yeah. It is a great jump scare. And this definitely caught me off guard. And it's fucking freaky. And then she comes back and is like, we have to keep going. And I'm just like, nah, bitch. No. Turn the lights on. Sever the ties. Yeah, I don't understand why anybody doesn't turn the lights on. Like, all the lights would have been turned on. I would have been doing whatever the bullshit thing she said was to sever the connection. All of that stuff I would have done immediately when I saw that. Yeah, I would have like, all the lights go on immediately. Let's go. I mean, yeah. I would have done that when Gemma made up her bullshit story about Jack. I would have bounced out. Like, I would have been, no, yeah. I'm, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah, and at this point, the movie is half over. Yeah, I don't know, Paige. I'm more of an optimist. I think there's half <laughs> this movie left. There's half of this movie left. <laughs> The first half really has been mostly just establishing and then finally getting to like the first real scare is at almost minute 30 of a 60 minute movie. So you're telling me just like real Zoom calls, nothing really happens the first 30 minutes. Yeah, the first 30 minutes could have been an email. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say this whole movie could have been an email. Anyway, I love anyway. saying that. My boss is like one of my best friends. So I'll occasionally, like we had a two day meeting like three weeks ago. And at the end of it, he was like, so how'd it go? And I literally said, Man, that whole thing could have been an email. <laughs> he did not find it funny. <laughs> I am notorious for when people ask me how effective a meeting was, 
saying, I don't think we should have spent that much time on something that you could have sent slides about. Like, yeah, just show me the deck on it. I'll be fine. Yeah, show me the deck. Send me a packet. Email me. Yeah, tell me more. <laughs> mm. Mikey mm. assumes a lot of women want to see his deck. Okay, no shit. <laughs> the consultant that they brought into work, she was like, I got you something. Did I tell this story already? I don't know. You haven't told the story yet. She's like, I got you something. <laughs> She got me a book on PowerPoint presentations called Slideology. She don't like my deck. <laughs> deck, Nick. <laughs> she thought you had a weak deck. Oh my God, Paige. What? We need to write a like PowerPoint production book called Deck Neck. Deck Neck? And it's all about how the middle of your PowerPoint deck has to be strong and thick. <laughs> And veiny. Well, I told her, I was like, it's not <laughs> it's not what the deck looks like. It's the impact. That checks out, actually. Like, yeah, that's like I feel yeah. like that's going to be one of the tenants in Deck Neck. It's not the motion of the deck. It's the impact. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a nice gift. I mean, like, it's a very detailed book on PowerPoints. I mean, who doesn't like to play around with their deck and, like, spruce it up every now and then? <laughs> I like, I like to trim that deck. Yeah, you got to trim that deck, guys. Anyway, so the movie, is, there's half the movie left, Optimism. <laughs> and they decide to get in close, turn the microphones up. And you can hear kind of like a growl a little bit. Arr, but then this is where she takes the laptop through the house and opens the door. Is this where she goes to the attic? Not yet. That's next. Okay. Because we hear like a knocking noise, but it's not in her house. It's in Caroline's house. Yeah. So Caroline has to go check it out. She does not have to. That is not a rule. I would be like, all the lights go on and I'm calling the police immediately. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Stay in your room. Hide. Like, don't go towards the knock. Yeah. Uh, but so she carries the computer with her to check it out. And she ends up putting, she must have like a, she must have like a tablet or something. Cause she puts it on almost like a selfie stick and kind of like moves moves it around the attic and we see just like a pair of legs standing yeah. there and then they disappear it's like someone hung oh, themselves yeah. like jack like i assume it was the ghost or whatever entity came into this zoom call right was playing a joke on them because they had made up the story about jack right and they said that jack had hung himself so it was like it was like messing with them right right yeah but this ghost was like a ghost that takes pranks too far like oh i'm not jack and she made that up so what i'm gonna do is murder them all to get back at them and you're like oh, that's not funny like, that's just not but like, man once they get into the spirit realm they're gonna laugh and so laugh and hard. laugh i will say those legs and feet were so nasty i thought todd was hanging in that <laughs> rude my legs are not that pale yeah because they've been out in the sun on their way to mordor to deliver that ring like <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you tend a lot of boromir tried to like get the ring from it's like it's neither here nor there let's talk about how the most scared person in the group takes her laptop into her attic, which I think is a ridiculous concept. And I would never do that. Yeah. Actually, she had to have been on her phone, right? Because she puts it on a selfie stick. No, it was the laptop or a tablet. It's either a phone or a tablet because she does put it on a selfie stick. Yeah. yeah. Which my tablet has an attached keyboard. So like that, could be but we don't really ever find it It doesn't matter doesn't matter anyway they get Salen on the phone who's the medium and she's like sorry my internet <laughs> <laughs> the best part is when she went to go get her food she told her husband she was like hey in like three minutes fuck with the wi-fi because i don't want my general so's getting cold <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. this girl was not married <laughs> 
She's married to the spirit realm, Mikey. Exactly. I think, just like always, Comcast murdered these people. <laughs> just like always? I mean, you can't say Comcast hasn't murdered people, Paige. I got that Google Fiber. Yeah, I'm on United Communications Fiber. It's great. Dude, if I could have Fiber, I would. But I guess I'll never shit again. <laughs> <laughs> so here's how I know that Salem the medium is married. Okay. A, she references her her husband earlier, but also B, she has a house. Yeah, that's what it was. Oh, I was so like, funny. She got a house, and I'm pretty sure seances ain't paying the bills. You know what well, I mean? Well, I will say, if she legitimately gets a ghost to come kill all these people, I mean, like not on purpose, but like. <laughs> for a second you were gonna like say that seon was like a medium hitman <laughs> that would pay the bills yeah it would <laughs> if she summoned a ghost before she probably got them lotto numbers mm. also can we just talk about how if you could summon ghosts to kill people what a great tlc show that would be <laughs> <laughs> i do want to see hitman medium on tlc like <laughs> That yeah, is a yeah, yeah. show I will pitch right now. If people could summon ghosts to kill people, I would be dead. Yeah, Mikey. You would be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Caroline's a bit scared, and instead of just ending it like they should, yeah. they try to, like, ask it for messages, and she's like, yeah, it sounds like it's Jack, and they have to be like, except it wasn't Jack because Jack's not real, and she's like, oh, that means you definitely summoned a demon, which, like, I feel like the chances for summoning a demon were equally as good before as they are now. <laughs> like, you have no control as a mortal over this shit. Exactly, yeah. So they're trying to ask it uh, if it needs anything and if they should shut it down uh and they ask it if it's a friend but as they do the lights flash and salem drops the call again and so now they all try to do quote unquote the rope thing and they try to call out to see if it worked no one answers they blow the candle out Haley sneezes which is they kind of get like a jump scare about and they notice that Redina has taken the call into the bathroom and they go walking around the house and we kind of follow Redina for a bit where her boyfriend's gone but we never saw him leave we didn't and I was looking for that because I was afraid that we were going to see him like creep up behind her and give her the old stabby stab right not sexually Mikey <laughs> stop making that face yeah so meanwhile Caroline has also left but she's in the background because it's the fake background yeah. but as we're watching that fake background she smashes through that fake background and against the camera this one got me bad this got me so bad i freaked out because at first it's just the text popping up in the chat right right and then you realize it's because her head is literally slapping against the keyboard and yes. i was like wow is he hitting enter after every time she hits the keyboard <laughs> Or another situation that happens is when we're having Zoom sex and it's slapping against the keyboard. <laughs> All you get is a space B, space B, space B, because that's oh, as big that's as it so is. that's so mean. That's such a mean, <laughs> specific mean joke. Everyone look at your keyboard. That would be like an inch. Yeah. <laughs> Not even. Yeah. You want to shoot for that space moon f6 <laughs> i just broke the screen <laughs> anyways they try to call caroline but she's not answering meanwhile emma sees like a floating mask filter oh in her living room i hated this this fucked me up so bad because it is like it's like one of those slow jump scares where it's yeah. like you see it and it's just there and then you slowly creep up closer to it yeah and then it turns and looks at you and i was like 
I'm done. I can't fucking watch this. This is a terrifying movie. I would have ran out of the house immediately. These people don't run out of the house fast enough. Yeah. Well, and she grabs flour to toss on it so she can see it. Right. Like I'm going to do like a fucking scientific investigation when I'm terrified. I'm like, no, let's go. Let's just Yeah. Go. This is not investigation discovery ghost snapped. Like I'm not, <laughs> want, I'm not going to try and fuck with flour on this ghost. And who are all these people who live alone? Mikey, you live alone. Why are you judging people for living alone? I've worked hard to live alone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have burned down every relationship I ever had to be able to live alone. Thank you. Anyway, so she can see the foot steps in the flower all of the cabinets in her kitchen open up she runs but doesn't leave the house which i couldn't figure out because like she stays inside um but she looks back at the kitchen she turns the lights on she sees more footsteps she screams we see her feet running and then we see her lifted and then dropped with the camera looking up at the ceiling and then she grabs it again and she just kind of hides under the covers yeah instead of getting out of the fucking house which is the dumbest shit ever i'd be headed straight to walmart or waffle house somewhere that was open 24 7 yeah with lots of people Mm -hmm. meanwhile radina comes back she can't figure out where alan is although her oven light comes on which is kind of interesting and then out of nowhere alan's body falls to the floor god that scared me too because that ghost hates had tie <laughs> <laughs> and that guy and that guy bad guy so radina is pulled through the hall and we see blood on the camera and then we never see her again yeah like she is just dead we cut to caroline's background and we see more footage of her smashing into the computer over and over and over and over again Ugh. now there is a a portion where and i don't know if it was green screen or what but you can see what looks like somebody in a green screen suit in behind her smashing her head and i don't know if it's intentional where it is the demon guy because it kind of looks the same or if it was just a production issue but yeah i almost guarantee you it was a production issue because i think so too the effect where they throw the blanket yeah. And it captures the shape of the person that is done with a green screen suit. Like I could do right. that with what I have on Premiere Pro. But like if you either forget or shoot the head smashing scene in a way where you can't green screen out the suit, you'll be able to see it. Yeah. Now it's a it's a dark like a mocap suit is almost yes. what it looks like. Not a green one. Yeah. But yeah, you can kind of see it. Yeah. Any solid color you could do it with. Yeah. So we cut to Haley who makes a phone call, but as she's trying trying to call Salen, her chair is dragged backwards and then the chair sits back up and moves across the floor and she gets dragged out the door. So now it's just Emma and Gemma and Gemma is like, fuck this shit, I'm going outside. Yep, very considerate. She puts a mask on first. Well, yeah. I did think that was funny, but I mean, the <laughs> lockdown in the UK was like more serious than it was here. You know, nothing's more serious than a ghost murdering your friends. I'd be like, police arrest me immediately. I know, me too. I'm pretty sure this is Australia, not the UK. Really? Whatever. Yes. They all sound the same. Yeah. No, they don't, but okay. So, meanwhile, Teddy rejoins the call at the worst time, and Emma is like, get the fuck out of your house. I do love that he joins the call playing a prank, so he assumes that when no one there to see his prank because everyone's like dead he thinks they're playing a prank on him well and he says <laughs> stop hiding you fat bitches which yeah as a fat bitch do take offense none of these people were were bringing <laughs> no none of them were bringing the thickness if i was the boyfriend in the background i'd be like chopping loudly because i want you know a, you know recognition that i'm cooking for her but then also i have like a like a bunch of cookies that i'm eating as i'm cooking dinner why because i'm hungry all the time 
<laughs> I, and it just reminded me of I don't know if anybody watched the circle like the first season of the circle where one of the girls starts a chat called hot skinny bitches or something like that and everyone is like immediately vote her out <laughs> and Teddy is like what's going on why are you all hiding and Emma is like get out of the house ah uh, rainbow filter and <laughs> so the lights go out and he's like well I better go look for the fuse box and as he's doing that we get a scary demon face oh that scared the fuck out of me man I was so scared at this point it was literally just scare 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 yes yeah so freaked out we're at like minute 40 of this movie and for the next 16 minutes or whatever is left it is non-stop this it, it yeah. is relentless yeah i was very very scared although i will admit literally four minutes before the end of this movie natalie and i had to rush our dog pup cake to the er so i had to watch the last 10 minutes again oh and no. that was the worst because i had to watch like the scariest bit twice I actually, so like, no joke, I was filming a watch through for the Patreon so they could like sync it up and watch, watch through it with me or whatever. And like in that video, you see Natalie, like we got to go. And like, we'd like run out of there. So he runs, there's furniture everywhere. There's more scary demon face. He runs outside just in time to see Ginny get dragged up into the air by an invisible force, strangled, and then dropped dead into the pool. Yeah, that was so creepy and oh. oh it is a great scary visual a hundred percent and the fact that she drops into the pool like if she was just like passed out now she's dead you know what i'm saying yeah like, yeah yeah that is what was so unnerving about that and i was like jenny just stop hanging out by the pool <laughs> well <laughs> her head goes like the wrong direction like yeah. like she's very dead before she hits that pool she probably is you're right teddy just likes to keep her soaked Oh, Mikey. <laughs> You're trying to argue that the ghost was just getting her wet? I mean, that is objectively what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Paige, you can't empirically say that the ghost didn't do that. That's true. You have a point. So <laughs> Teddy goes running, and at this point, I'm like, the ghost is everywhere. Nowhere, you, you are just dead. <laughs> you cannot run. Yeah, just lay down and get burned to death like this dude's about to. Like, just give up. Yeah, in a fucking barn. Because he, he runs into, like, a barn. There's a noose. There's, like, a pop, like a flare or a fuse, and he's got a lighter. Well, which... okay, so the pop was actually his flashlight bulb exploding. Like, he was okay. using a flashlight to, like, look around, to scan around. And that, to me, is, like, one of the scariest things in a movie. Like, when all you can see is that narrow, like, circle yeah. of light. And, oh, anything could be anywhere. and That freaks me out so much. So when that bulb popped, I screamed. Like, I legit oh, screamed. Oh, God. Really? Did you really? Yes. It was terrifying. And as he was, like, pat, like right before the bulb pops, as he's, like, passing the light through the room, all we see is in the middle of this barn is the music box. Yes. The object he had at the beginning. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Yes. And it gets closer to it and stuff. Oh. In my notes, I just have, how is there 10 more minutes of this? <laughs> because I'm just like, this is already a, like giving me anxiety. Uh, but he gets dragged backwards. And because he was holding a lighter and drops it and he's in a barn and it's like full of flammable material, he catches on fire. Yeah, he's like, hey, and that's what catches him on fire. Well, and they do. I think <laughs> the ghost pours like some accelerant on him as yeah, well. well. And it does like sort of go up over his face. And then he like wakes up from being passed out when it's on his face. And he and starts he's screaming. screaming. Oh, my God. OK, I have a fan theory. OK. Caroline 
you know, we just see her head being smashed into the computer, right? Oh my god, right. I'm so scared. What if she faked it and murdered everybody? Because she's she doesn't like that Teddy chose a different girl. It's all invisible. And it also takes place all over London or wherever they are, right? I'm pretty sure it's Australia. They're probably they're in the same town, I think. Well, no, they are. I mean, I don't I don't think some of them are in Australia and some of them are in London. I think wherever they are, they're in different parts of town. Like there's no way she could get across wherever it is yeah. that fast. Gemma right? gets across town. Gemma lives across the street from Haley. And that's established at the very beginning. Yeah. Okay. Fine. I'm reading online to see where it is. My money's on London. It doesn't say. It doesn't have a specific city. But I mean, ultimately, it doesn't matter. Like, one could be in London, one could be in Australia. Like, it's over the internet, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Haley is clearly American. So, like... Uh, have you never seen an American werewolf in London? <laughs> Duh. I actually really like that movie. I love that movie. It's honestly, for how old it is, it was really solid. Yeah. It holds up. It holds yeah. up. Meanwhile, Emma hears a thump in her house. Her door opens on its own, kind of via the mirror. We see the door open. She throws a towel, and it falls over the head of oh, something so invisible creepy. standing there. This is very creepy, but this is that green screen suit thing I was talking about. That's what they use that for. Yeah. We see her camera on her laptop fall out outside in the backyard and then we yeah. see her body fall through the picnic table oh in perfect view of the camera but it was so good it was so cool yeah i mean it's super scary but like honestly the her dying doesn't is not the part that scared me the towel over the yeah the the body is what scares you and then at the end you're like oh that was kind of cool looking <laughs> now I, I will say i wish it would have like she threw the towel and it just landed on her like his dick, his dick. <laughs> mikey i've done that trick <laughs> we all have yeah i doubt Paige has no but has jake you don't need to know what goes on in my bedroom. <laughs> you don't need to know if we own towels. <laughs> but Jake can do like a beach towel. Mikey and I are over here with like hand towels. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what you can't see is Mikey vigorously nodding his head. Yeah. I'm over here with a cocktail napkin. <laughs> but a fabric one, so it's useless and superfluous. That's actually why I was bringing that up because I was referencing that joke. I'm here with like fabric samples. <laughs> Would you like a red swath or a blue swath? <laughs> anyway, we hear knocking through all the cameras un until we hear glass shatter and we realize it's Haley's apartment where Gemma has broken in. Yeah. But everyone now is kind of signing off the call because the ghost is like signing them off. Yeah. I literally, Mikey, if we lived across the street from each other and a ghost attacked you, I might call the cops. I am not going over there. Yeah. If a ghost is having me, I'm going to your house. I'm like, we need to get out of here. Why are you going to bring that shit on me? Why are you going to bring it over to my place? Well, we were in the same Zoom call, right? In the hypothetically? I guess. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. You want a hypothetical that ghost in their clavicle. <laughs> <laughs> so she gets to Haley's house. Everyone is dead or gone. Yeah. And I think Gemma at first thinks Haley is gone too, but Gemma gets hit in the head with something in the kitchen and goes down. Oh, it's like a bottle. It's like a beer bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. The ghost kills everybody and then just like hits Gemma in the head with a beer bottle. Well, what I actually really love about this shot, this is one of those few camera things in this movie that I'm like, that was pretty fucking brilliant for a scare. So she gets hit. We see her go down, but we can't see her body. A few minutes later, we see her bloody hand flip the laptop back up because 
she has crawled over, but it's outside the field of view for the zoom. So we yeah, couldn't yeah. see it. Yeah. I think that she actually knocks the laptop to the ground. She does. Yeah. That scared me, man. Because again, like you were saying, it's out of nowhere. Yeah. It's great. But all the cabinets open, the chair moves. She grabs the laptop and moves into the dark hallway and at this point i'm like turn on the lights man yeah why is no one doing that and these are all one bedroom like apartments like just run out the door yeah so she approaches the closet door from earlier and the ironing board falls out she looks into one of the other rooms she hears footsteps and she opens another door further into the house again not turning on the lights right she she hears a thud and it's Haley hiding and my first thought was is Haley possessed but she's not (laughs) no she's not She is possessed with rage for Gemma, though, for causing all of this. So they decide that they are going to try and use the camera flash to see the ghost. Now, something that they do really, really well in this scene is they play with an established film trope. An art trope, really. But, like, they play against type with rule of threes. Now, if you've ever watched a horror movie and there's fake outs before a jump scare, nine times out of ten, first one fake, second one fake, third one real. And that's with almost anything. Like Comedy's that way. Yeah, comedy is always rules of threes. And there's a reason for it. There, there's, like, a scientific reason for it. One is to introduce the concept. Two is to establish a pattern. And humans always look for patterns. Three is to subvert the pattern. Yeah. So that's why it works every time. But what this movie does is they go one, two, three. All three are fake. Four, still fake. So now every time they do it after that third one, you're like, it builds that dread of like, it's not right. Yeah, you're like, it's this one. It's this one. It's It's this one. one." Yeah, I hated that so much. Because we're in a horror movie. It's going to happen. Yes. And it is the fifth one. We get a screaming face and then the meeting ends and it says, thank you for choosing Zoom. And then we get the Zoom credits that Todd loved so much. I love that. It was so unique and perfect for this movie. And I respect the hell out of that. And And that's that's the movie. movie. All right. So having seen the movie, having talked about the movie for two hours, what do you guys think about the movie host? I, I stand by what I say where this would be way scarier with 15 to 20 minutes cut out of it. Yeah. And and it would at that point be a terrifying short film as like a sizzle reel or a calling card for the people who made this movie to make get funding to make other stuff. I think it's great. I hope they get funded to make other stuff. I think this is a great demonstration of creativity and skill. And so I hope they get a chance to make other things as a standalone movie on its own. I don't love it. But the back half of this movie is fucking terrifying. And that's real. I don't like to see this movie leave, but I like to watch it walk away. I mean, that's real. (laughs) That is true. I think I liked it more than Paige. I think it's like a really functional one hour long, like scary movie. Like it's fun to watch. I think it's I think it's cool. Like if you don't have enough time to watch a full scary movie or like you have to go trick or treating or something, you have like an hour to kill. Like it's cool. There's a lot of worse horror movies that are longer. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, there there are. Let me tell you, there are way worse horror movies out there. I, I would say. I I actually liked this better than Haunt. I thought this was a little more inventive. Yeah, me too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This movie, like, super scared me. Like, the back, again, like Paige was saying, the back half of this movie is super terrifying, and it is exactly what scares me in a movie. And I hated it so much. But I also hated the first 20 minutes of this movie because it is very much like the worst people ever on Zoom. Like, I hate those people at work and I'm still stuck on Zoom calls with them. And so I hated the first 20 minutes of this movie. But 
I'm super impressed by what they were able to do with what, and I couldn't find the actual budget. We'll talk about it a little bit in box office, but yeah. I assume that this was a zero budget, more or less. Like you could tell me that all eight people that worked on this movie are like a like they could be in the same like acting class or whatever, and were bored during pandemic, and they made this short because they had nothing else to do. You know, well they use their real names, so it makes me think that, that that's true. Yeah, yeah. The one thing I will say because you know, as we have established on on this show, jump scares don't usually get me. That's not normally the thing that scares me. This movie does such a great job of not making their jump scares obvious that they got me most of the time. Sure, yeah. So like. I, I think I, especially the last 30 minutes of this movie for as frustrating as the first 30 minutes are the last 30 minutes are a masterclass in creepy imagery and n- earned jump scares is what I would say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, awesome. Well, Paige, do you have some fun facts for us? Very, very few. Hit us with your fun facts. Zoom call fun facts. <laughs> now. This was actually based on a short film. So it's a short film based on another short film. Okay, okay. Uh, The director, Rob Savage, actually pranked his friends during a Zoom chat and pretended to be attacked by a ghost in his attic. He didn't tell his friends, and he just used their genuine reactions. And the video went online and went viral. Oh, my God. I love that. That's great. Yeah. So he then approached Shudder about making a feature-length version, which, again, this is not feature-length. This would not be considered feature-length. Most festivals would still consider this a short film. But although he scripted this one, the cast was allowed to improvise. One of the moments of that uh, improvisation is when Haley sneezes and it's at a moment when they're all really kind of tense. Yeah. And so she sneezes, it freaks everyone out. It, it's like an unplanned jump scare. That was actually completely improv. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's super interesting. Yeah. It was filmed entirely using Zoom. There are not oh. extra cameras. This is entirely filmed on Zoom using laptops. Uh, phones and iPads and parts of the script that the cast received were redacted so they didn't know what would happen to the other cast members throughout really okay yeah so some portions were pre-recorded on zoom and then played back by sharing screens to get their genuine reactions so some of the scares that we're seeing for the first time we're seeing their first time reactions to it as well awesome okay yeah that's very cool in order to get the cast in the mood for certain takes sometimes the director would make them watch horror movie clips to kind of get them in an ookie spooky mood first sure. and uh the demonic presence is played by a man named james swanton who has played basically demonic presence in a couple different uh, movies and short films by the director so he's like his go-to guy to be in a, a green screen suit apparently yeah i wonder if he's like really tall or something like that you know yeah i think so and those are your fun facts well awesome thank you for those amazing fun facts let's yeah. talk some box office for host there really isn't a lot sorry about that it did not get a u.s release although it did get an international release believe it or not interesting yeah it was released in um Late 2020 in some countries and early 2021 in some countries, notable countries being, you know, like uh, the United Kingdom, Croatia, um, Russia got a a release, South Korea and Vietnam both got releases. Those are countries. Yeah, it didn't do amazing, but it still brought in $443,000 internationally in those smaller markets, which I'll say is really good for a what I'm assuming is a very, very low budget movie. Yeah. And then, of course, 
it went straight to Shutter. So Shutter paid something for the exclusive streaming rights to it. Um, so I mean, I, they've really. I'm sure it made money. There's no way this lost money. Well, and also Shutter financed it. So like, I don't have exact numbers, but it's basically in-house for Shutter. So he made yeah. the short film and then Shutter basically paid them to make a longer version of it. So it was always going to go to Shutter. Yeah. So they definitely made money. I, I really hope the creators actually got like some back end dollars with that because I don't know. I feel like the creative minds behind this deserve to make some of that, at least the international release of that $444,000. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure. I will say that what they probably got like, and this is going to sound so terrible. Uh, every every person who works in some creative endeavor hates to hear the idea of being paid in exposure. Yep. But this is one of those cases where the exposure would pay. Well, no, I'm sure all of these people are now working on other projects. Actually, pretty much everyone that was involved in this is involved in a video game that's coming out next year called Ghosts with literally everyone in this production. Cannot wait. Is involved in that i was looking it up and i was like man i just have a feeling that like i'm gonna be forced to play this on twitch like yeah it looks like it's gonna be more or less the same sort of vibe as host okay but it's like in a video game format although that is based on like early early like articles that have been written about something that has not shown a public release yet well that sounds Right up my alley Yeah it sounds terrifying Anyway So there really isn't A lot of box office To this either Because again It went straight to Shutter. But I was surprised That it did get a little bit Of an international release And did pretty well For as limited Of an international release It got Yeah I mean it makes me wonder If part of that release Was festival based I mean it could be Because if you look at Like the The amounts for every Country it was in It's pretty low amounts But it's a good number Of countries That yeah. added up To that 440,000 So like it probably was In various film festivals In various countries and it just brought in some money, you know, mm -hmm. and deservedly so like this movie is very scary and it like is a good horror movie. Although Paige, you'd be interested in or you may be interested to know that what a feature length film, quote unquote, like how long those are varies based upon what group you're talking to. So like the Oscars, yeah, like the Academy of Motion Pictures. They say it's 40 minutes or more, but I think it's the Screen Actors Guild that's like, no, it's 75 minutes or more. And they're always like going back and forth on what's a feature length film. I have always heard 75 to 80 minutes or more. That's yeah. industry standard is what I would say. So well, like, and that's what Screen Actors, I think it's the Screen Actors Guild. Don't quote me on um, that. But also Writers Guild as well. Uh, right. I, I think I, I would have to double check my WGA stuff, but yeah. uh, Writers Guild, Directors Guild, Screen Actors Guild. As far as I know, in industry standards is typically 75 to 80 minutes for feature yeah. and anything under that. So usually 60 and under is considered short film. Yeah. I mean, I've been to like some indie movie premieres that were like an hour 10 and they refer to themselves as shorts. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I would categorize this as a short film, personally. Yeah, same. Yeah. Well, cool. But that's your uh, very limited box office. Mike, do you want to hit us with that scary scale? Yeah, listeners, our scary scale is a scale of how scary we found the film today. It's a scale of 1 to 10. Our 1 example is Ghostbusters. Our 10 example is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, Paige, what are you going to give it? I'm actually going to give this a 5 for that back half. Oh, nice. Wow, that's, that's pretty high for you. It's high for me, but when I kind of compared it to other things I had ranked that high, I think I have Paranormal Activity 3 as a a six and Deborah Logan as a nine. And so I was like, yeah, five is about right. I think that's fair. What about you, Todd? I'm going to give it an eight. Whoa. Yeah. I was very yeah. scared by the back half of this movie, especially the last 10 minutes. And I was forced to watch the last 10 minutes twice. Um, when Caroline's face hit the computer, that's when I was oh. like, 
Yeah. Five. Yeah, <laughs> that one is pretty rough. Yeah. Mikey, what do you give it? I'm going to give it a... I still got scared. I'm going to think I'm going to give it a three this time. On second rewatch, that's pretty high for you. Yeah. Yeah, it was also... It was my first watch. I did turn out all the lights, and then I had to stay up, and I ended up paying for stars so I could watch things and fall asleep. <laughs> you watched your morning porn to fall asleep. That's interesting. I actually didn't. I watched other stuff, but I was like... Oh, yeah? I, I, I need something to... It wasn't Outlander? It was not Outlander. But I was like, there was something else that I wanted to watch. And I was like, fuck it, I'll just do it. I'm hoping this new Halloween that I've never seen scares me i'm really hoping to be scared i hope so too i'm uh jake and i are going to go see it in theaters i'm really excited so we should mention that because we did say this earlier on in the month but we are doing halloween kills next week which if you've been paying attention we set up early in the month right we said that the first episode right i think so yeah we plan this month so like get not used to it but like that's what we did this month yeah I'm excited about it. So yeah, that's what we're doing next week. So make sure you guys have watched Halloween Kills for next Monday's episode. And it, it's already out, right? It came out? I think it hit streaming on the 15th. So by the time okay. this episode does drop, I believe it will be, It'll be out. out. Yes. It'll been out a week. Okay. Yeah. I think it's on Peacock streaming as of the 15th. I don't know if I'm going to go to Peacock or go to the movies. I don't know. I'd rather I'm going go to the, the movies. movies. Yeah. And Mikey, if you want to go, like we could probably work that out. I mean, you could just say no if you don't want to go to the movies with me, Mikey. You don't have to, like, leave a long pause. That's fine. He'll go with you, but then once the lights come up in the theater on his chair, will just be an obituary from an old-timey guy who's been dead. <laughs> the moving pictures freak me out. <laughs> I just don't like these talkies. <laughs> Where's the player piano? <laughs> Mikey, do you have a review for us to read? Oh, yeah, I do have a review. Awesome, Mikey. Well, whose review are you going to read this week? I'm going to read Havoc Tardis. Oh, I love that name, Havoc Tardis. And their review states, the title is The True Final Girl of Podcasts. <laughs> okay. And they want me to read in the Confederate Ouija general <laughs> voice. Yes! All right, perfect. <laughs> I love this. Did they write it in a way that is conducive to a Confederate general reading it? My dearest podcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yes was the answer. Yes, perfect. Yes. It has taken me months to get from The Exorcist all the way to this week's Lights Out <laughs> episode. <laughs> and the journey has been worth every second. Why, thank you. Why, thank you. Mikey, Paige, and Todd are top-tier comedy trio. The chemistry they share as friends makes every episode so, so much better. <laughs> I'm sorry. Mikey, you are outdoing yourself with this read. <laughs> I am so happy with it. You aren't just getting a silly review of a scary movie. You get fun facts. Cash facts. <laughs> you also get included in their lives. Oh, that's true, actually. The good, the bad, and the ugly. The truckosaurus. What? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, although it is executioner, yeah. use her name correctly. Put some respect on her name. Five stars. Thank you for that review. Also, <laughs> I feel like I killed that. I never do an accent and feel like I kill it. Except Mario. Yeah, Mario and Confederate General. It's almost like it's in your blood, Mikey. We have a new manager at work, and her last <laughs> name is Bowser. And I was like, your last name is Bowser? <laughs> it's a me, Mikey. <laughs> 
Well, mm. Havoc Tardis, thank you so much for the amazing five-star review. And if you want to have Mikey read your review, leave us a amazing five-star review, and we'll have Mikey read it. So, guys, if you like this show but want to hear this power thruple on another movie review show about romance and romantic comedies, check out Romancing the Pod, where Mikey, Paige, and I break down and make fun of romantic movies. It's a lot of fun, guys. Check it out. If you want to follow us on social, please do. We are at Horror Virgin or online at HorrorVirgin.com. If you want to follow us all individually, you can do that as well. Paige is at Paige Wesley on Twitter or Rampage Wesley everywhere else, including TikTok. Mikey is at M Randolph 24 and I am at Todd J Awesome. If you like the show so much and you want to help financially support it, please do by going to patreon.com slash horror virgin where you can get a lot of great levels and a lot of great stuff like bonus episodes, director's cut episodes where they're a little bit longer and you get them actually a day earlier mm-hmm, than the mm-hmm. regular feed drop. We do a lot of great things like listener requests and stuff like that. So guys, check out yeah. the Patreon and help support the show. If If you can't financially support the show, that's understandable. That's fine. But if you want to hang out with us on the daily, join the Facebook group uh, at facebook.com slash group slash horror virgin. We also link it like once a week. So just find it there and join the awesome Facebook group. And literally we're in there talking every day. It's awesome. And if you want to check out our Twitch stream, we're at twitch.tv slash Todd awesome. Well, we will be playing horror video games. So if you have always wondered what it would be like to watch me get scared, you can now do that on Twitch while I play these horror games. It's, Twitch.tv slash Todd Awesome, guys. Check it out. It's a lot of fun for you. Not a lot of fun for me. This episode brought to you by Nick, Nick B. B. Nick B, fun fact. Oh, yeah? He's pantsless in all of his Zooms. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, why would you wear pants if it's, an, uh, if it's a chest up medium? I often don't. Yeah, same. This episode also brought to you by Tia, and Tia's teenager is driving her crazy. So, Mikey, how is Tia's teenager driving her crazy this week? Well, she keeps going on her laptop and slamming her head against the keyboard. (laughs) (laughs) I learned it from watching you, Mom! Oh, my goodness. This episode is also brought to you by Brandon's Bug Business. And Brandon's Bug Business is actually called Bug Cage Company on Facebook. So if you want him to ship you some bugs and you were like, Gee, golly willikers, I wish there was a place where I could ship myself some bugs. You can. Brandon will ship you some bugs if you go to Bug Cage Company on Facebook. It's wild. Just do it if you want to prank somebody. Or you have a need for bugs. This episode is also brought to you by the letter Jeff. And Jeff wants you to check out his podcast, Kissing Jessica Jones, where each week they break down a new episode of the Jessica Jones podcast and Agent Carter because they moved on to that series. So check out Kissing Jessica Jones on your favorite podcast app. This episode also brought to you by Awesome Possum Blossom, and Awesome Possum Blossom wants me to give you some awesome possum facts, so here's one for you. Possums don't breathe. Hmm. That's really interesting. Isn't it? Is that why they're waterproof? Yeah, that's why they can crawl large distances underwater. Mm. Oh. Yeah. That possum I was experimenting with also might have been dead. This episode... <laughs> Pages way different college experience than I did. This episode is also brought to you by Jonathan, and Jonathan wants me to send you guys or show you guys some pictures of some spiders he's actually dealt with in the wild. So let me show you this picture that he sent me right now, and this is one that he actually dealt with. Believe it or not, boom. Oh, that's just a naked oh, yeah, picture of a it, lady, Todd. This is disgusting. <laughs> that uh, I'm I'm happy to tell you that is a cellar spider, and they are fairly wow. harmless. How You're do welcome. you know that? 
Because I know my enemy. I keep my enemies <laughs> close. Friends close, enemies closer. Well, Jonathan, you're going to have to send me some actual new uh, photos because we are running out. So, Jonathan, you heard that here. Jonathan, he wants nude photos. New yeah. fo- new photos. My Invisaligns oh, are getting in the way of my teeth, and it, it sometimes it comes out weird. All the spiders must be nude. Oh, yes. Oh, well. I actually only want to see cute hats on spiders. First naked spider I saw on screen. Charlotte. <laughs> you know, I hear she does her own web work. Oh, God. <laughs> she took one look at your dick and said, some pig. <laughs> <laughs> we now return you to another piggy episode of uh, The, the Patreonicals. <sighs> Let's see what's going to happen this week. So, Scott, uh, Amy, and... Wes are trying to make Wes into a real boy, but you know, Eddie and Sasha run in with their baby and they're like, they tripped their baby goes into the real boy machine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I just really like that. There's a world in which there is a such thing as a real boy machine. And I never got to use it. And they (laughs) unintentionally made the baby grow up to a full size adult. (gasps) Uh Uh It's getting very Twilight four in here. You, you don't know what happened in Twilight four. No, 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 no. You are just co-opting the explanation I gave earlier. Even though you do not know what happens in Twilight four, you haven't lived where I live. You merely adopted the Twilight. I was born born in in it. I was born in it. I imprinted on a werewolf and then I grew at an unusual rate. So Sasha starts crying because she's like missed her whole child's childhood. Childhood, yeah. Yeah. Are we going to get a name for this child that was a child but is now an adult that has imprinted on a Dave? Well, we would, but most evil Matthew shows up. Oh, Oh, no! no! And he covers Scott, who's the thing made of rock, with paper, and he says, paper beats rock, bitch. And Scott just takes it. He's just like, yeah, I guess it does. <laughs> he gets tangled up and falls down. And then most, most evil Matthew just kills the unnamed adult child of Eddie and Sasha. Wow. Okay. Because you would think that with Dave being the bad guy, I would have forgot that most evil Matthew talks shit on Facebook. But I don't forget. <laughs> I don't forget Matthew. And Kaylee, his girlfriend, the most evil girlfriend, she was like, this is too far. Sorry. Shouldn't do a voice like that. <laughs> uh, he was like, you shut up. And he was like really mean to her. Yeah, because he's most evil. Yeah. Dave shows up to kill the baby with Isaac. And, and uh, he's like, oh, shit. Most evil Matthew already killed the baby. He beat me to the punch. Yeah. And then Isaac is like, he just starts eating the corpse. And I was just, he just has no self-control. Isaac was probably like, I'm glad you grew it to full size before I ate it. Because now I have more to eat. Oh, yeah. It was like one of the pizzas from Back to the Future. (laughs) They rehydrated the baby into a, like an adult human for (laughs) Isaac to eat. Yeah. I don't think that's how any of that works. So (laughs) Kate shows up to save everyone but they're like you're too late and she drops her knees and starts crying because everybody really liked the baby because it was cute or whatever they liked it so much that they forgot to name it they were just like oh my god it's so cute they never decided on a name that is very true you make some good points uh and then um all of a sudden a ufo lands and (laughs) out comes 
the moon people, right? The moon people and Domasaurus and Karoon. Yeah. Who who are like super in love. Yeah, they were fresh off nipple sex last episode, I believe. Uh, they're just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're just doing it all the time. And the the moon people are like, we're here for you, Most Evil Matthew. We're, 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 you made us bad people, and we don't want it anymore. You made the moon turn against itself. You really showed us the dark side of the moon, so we must kill you. <laughs> all in all, we're just another dark side of the moon. I was so ready to celebrate you finally saying moon instead of mun. And then you had to go and let me down. Uh, so Domasaurus rears his teeth and they're like, the space people are trying to attack most evil Matthew. But Dave is also jealous because he was trying to be evil. But whatever. The end for the day. <laughs> well, now that all of our cast of characters are there and the baby's dead, I wonder what's going to happen Full size week. adult. Full so, size right, adult is dead. Right. It's almost like Mikey grew that child in an accelerated growth machine so he could kill it off really quickly. Yep. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to what happens next week on another episode of uh, The, the Patreonicals. That's going to be it for us, you guys. I'm Paige. I'm Mikey. And I'm your horror virgin, Todd. Keep it ooky spooky. Have a great week. Bye! Zoomy nerds!